0: Walter, upstairs. Are you all right?
1: In the floor behind the chair, this is America.
2: Radio.
3: All right, and we are Fix-It Radio, myself, Dennis Brewster, KLZ 560, and we are live at the Novus Auto Location, Auto Glass Location, I should say, down in Colorado Springs, so we'll be doing uh, this show and Drive Radio to follow, so we'll be here till 1 o'clock, the event itself is going on till about 2, the address of where we are, 3475 Pine Tree Square. 3475 Pine Tree Square. So come by. There's uh, fat pills here for you.
4: Yes, and we haven't had one.
3: Aren't, aren't those are those are those yeah. little fat pills we're, that we're staying called? away.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have. I have not <laughs> had You're fat pills. you really pill. good. I have You're not. Really uh, oh,
3: and they look really delicious. And, so. and
4: Dan's probably on his way down right he's, now. He's driving as we speak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's,
3: my, he's, my old co-host. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, join us today. If you got a question for us, please call 303-477-5600. Yes. We are in remote location, but yes, we can still take all of your phone calls. In fact, I have a call screen. I should write, remind everybody, that I have a call screen sitting in front of me, so I still control everything just like if I'm in the studio. Right. So you're w- more than welcome to call in. We can take all of your calls, get your questions answered. And the other thing about coming down today to the Novus Auto Glass location is, a get to see the new facility that uh, Bill and Robin have here. Yep. Novus Auto Glass owners here in Colorado Springs get to see the location, and we also have a system set up whereby, and we're talking a lot about this now even on Rush to Reason during the week, but we've talked about it on Drive Radio, and that's the calibrations that happen if a vehicle has, you know, the camera systems to, you know, do lane keep assist, lane departure warning, all that kind of stuff, you have to recalibrate. Well, we have that system today where you can actually get a chance to look at that, see how it works, what all is involved, really and neat. then you get an understanding of why that has to be done. So right. come by, get to, get a chance to see that as well, and we'll talk more about that in the three hours on Drive Radio. But for now, Fix It Radio, and by the way, the website, fixitradio.com. Is Jay going to call us, by the way? Jay yes. Berger?
4: Yes, he said he so was. We'll get, a little, so, we'll
3: get a little comments on what's going on in the mortgage world and yeah. the Maybe real estate world loans. and so on. Yeah. A lot going on.
4: Yeah, yeah, a lot going on right now. And, you know, it's surprising me because a lot of people are not working, they say.
3: I know, yeah. but and, the, and the yet, housing market is just, just booming. Incra- yeah, in yeah. fact, if, right now, if, and we talked to Kurt Rogers a lot about this, he's one of our sponsors as well, Affordable Interest Mortgage, but... Yeah, if you're not ready to go with buying a house, in other words, if you don't have either your cash on hand ready to go, you don't have all your financing handled, done, approved, I mean, signed, sealed, delivered, basically, I realize that you still have appraisal and some things to do on the house to get things tidied up, but in general, if you don't have all that done and handled, you're not buying a house.
4: Right, right. You should be pre-qualified is what you're basically saying. Yeah, actually pre-approved. Even.
3: Pre- Pre- yeah. And Jay yeah. will tell us about that and how that actually works. But give us a call if you got a question, 303-477-5600. And, again, I want to mention all of our sponsors. I do appreciate each and every one of them. Affordable Interest Mortgage, uh, Kurt Rogers. We've also got Paul Leuenberger from uh, American National Insurance, my insurance agent. Find them all on fixitradio.com. Arc Electric, Bill, we want to thank him as well.
4: Paul's my insurance guy, too. Good guy. Yeah.
3: Great guy, by the yeah. way. And, Bill, at Arc Electric, again, it's A-R-K. Any electrical things you need done around the house, Bill is your guy to call. In fact, even if you're like Bill and Robin where you've done some remodeling and some things inside commercial-wise, uh, Bill at Arc Electric can help you with that as well. So it doesn't have, just have yep. to be for your home. It can be for anything.
4: Yep. And, you know, one thing we should talk about, well, he'll, he'll be on next week.
3: Uh, Bill's going to be. Yep. I'm Correct. trying
4: to get him on next week. And maybe he could talk about, um, you know, setting up a generator uh, you know, like in case you lose power, gotcha. they do that kind I of would things. love
3: to talk to him about that. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, Okay, so yeah. we'll do that next week. All right, okay. Jay Jay Berger from Berger Real Estate. Jay, how are you today, sir? Great, John. Hi, Dennis. How are <laughs> hey, you? Hey, how are you doing? Always a joy to have you. Okay, yeah. so we were just talking a moment ago, Jay, and I just know this from experience that right now if you don't have all your ducks in a row when it comes to the loan side or even having cash in the bank and showing where those funds even are, you're not buying a house.
5: It is true. The loan process is a little tedious, but uh, getting it done in advance is the way to go. Credit approval, not just – there's a difference between pre-approval and credit approval. Gotcha. Credit approval means that the loan officer has actually taken the time to, uh, to receive bank statements, uh, employment verifications, tax returns, whatever they need. Gotcha. On whether they're uh, employed or they're self-employed, there's a little bit of a difference there these days as well.
3: And that process, typically, what does it take for somebody? And I I know I can get Kurt Rogers from Affordable Interest Mortgage on an answer, but you can as well. What's that process right now on average take for folks?
5: Up front, it it can be lengthy or it can uh, take just a a week or so, and that means that it's prior to an actual purchase. Or Yes, yes, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, so
3: what I'm trying to say is if, if for example, somebody's thinking about moving or, w- or buying a second house or whatever the case may be, they need to start that process now And knowing that, you know, even if they don't want to start looking, this is my thought, Jay, even if they think, well, I'm not going to start looking until maybe Christmas time or first of the year, get that loan side done now, right?
5: Agreed. Within about 30 days prior to looking around for a property. Gotcha.
3: Yeah, and, and right now what I mean by that, too, is if you get in line – I just know from experience, you get in line to try to get that approval process done. Depending upon where you're at and how busy all of the brokers are, Jay, you could be two to three weeks just getting in line right now.
5: That is true. Lenders are actually saying, please don't write a purchase contract with a 10-day close or a 20-day close. Yeah, not going to Really happen. appreciate a 30- to 45-day time frame to okay. get things done. Thank you. Yeah.
4: So, so what ahead. happens if, if I'm sitting there, Jay, and I got $20,000 in cash and I want to get into a house but i haven't been approved or anything like that i haven't even talked to anybody and then i come along and i go okay i want to buy this house
3: you're Uh, out of luck
4: even though i had the money and sorry and everything
3: (laughs) Jay, jay i'm just being honest but you're probably out of luck right
5: um, I would say yes, but we typically get you hooked up with a lender real quick and and get that process done within a day or two, and hope the property's still on the market when you're well, ready. Well,
3: that, yeah, and that's where I was just going with that. Yeah. Depending upon the actual market, or the, the the depending upon the house where it's at in the market, what the price range is, you may not have more than forty-eight hours to get that done, right?
4: Uh,
5: that's correct.
4: Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. Is, is some people out there sitting there going, Well, I got oh, to side- do it when I get there. Yeah, yeah and, yeah, and sometimes we can't react that way.
3: No, yeah. No, not, and, and right now, and, and I just know, even Jay, I mean, even situations where you know you may be looking to help out other family members or your seniors or you know folks or things along those lines. I mean, th- those are the things that everybody needs to think about on the front side because you're not just going to go buy a house tomorrow unless all that stuff's handled on the front side.
5: That's right. And speaking of family members, last week we talked a little bit about agency and right. represents who, who gets paid by whom. And if it's a family member, you've got to have a little bit of a discussion as to how the broker is going to assist them. Great.
3: Right. Yeah, well said. Oh, yeah, yeah really well said.
5: recommends that the, the friend, the relative, enters into a written agreement with the broker so that they're actually a buyer's broker.
3: Gotcha. And representing them at that point, right? Correct. Okay. Well said
5: a lot of that needs to be discussed well in advance of actually looking at houses.
3: Yeah, and, and what I'm trying to get people to think about, Jay, is you know, there's some folks out there that maybe have, and, and I've just i I've got a listener, for example, and Joe's a great listener. I don't think he's going to mind me sharing this. So he's, he's been a great listener. He lives down in the south end of town. He's moving back east just because his folks are getting older, and he's kind of going through these processes that we're talking about right now. And what I'm getting at, and it was just kind of a reminder to me, Jay, that if you are you find yourself in that situation, you even think that maybe next spring it's going to be time to get mom and dad out of where they live now and into something else. You need to start getting your ducks in a row now and get dialed in because six months isn't that long of a time frame.
5: You're right. And oftentimes if uh, that retired uh, couple or individual has a lot of assets, a lot of bank of accounts, it takes time to get that yeah. information yeah. to the lender. Yeah, good point organize it, and get it ready for a preliminary review with an underwriter.
3: And and the thing I'm trying to get to as well, Jay, is the more time, it's just like anything else. We're we're talking, you know, vehicles for the next three hours on drive radio. This is around the house stuff. We're talking to you. But where I'm going with this is any time we can plan farther in advance and you've got more time to make things work and everything isn't in crisis mode, you typically have things work out better in the end, correct?
5: You really do. I mean, rather than being, well, you're going to be stressed out through the process anyway, but you can certainly minimize the stress level if you've got your loan intact, you've got well a great relationship with a broker, and you've got a real plan of where you want to yeah. be. Well said.
4: Yeah, and you know, Jay, one thing I would recommend, you know, this is, I, 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 it's probably not with everybody, but you've got to be careful when you're hiring a relative or a close friend to do your your. um you know, so moving away someone. from
3: Dennis right now because it's like, yeah, no, I don't want to go there. Yeah, yeah no, I, I don't want to do that. No, I, I because, want some independent person.
4: Right, because what happens is that even though they're trying to be professional, one thing goes wrong, you just ruin that relationship. And it's and like it,
3: working on family members' cars. Don't.
4: I, that's why I'm going there <laughs> because it's very dangerous. It's, exactly. It's, it's, you know, because you can ruin quite a good re- relationship can. with that. Yes. And and plus, are they are you getting with them and because they're just starting out or they're not as you know right. they're not up to date. They're not up to date with the reality of today's market. No, I'm glad you said that. And and
3: I'm just one to suggest, and, Jay, you can chime in here, but I'm one to suggest that, yeah, if you've got, you know, parents or or there's family involved and so on or it's an estate and there's a sale even of a house in an estate, you're better off not having somebody close to the family doing that. Am I right,
5: Jay? Well, you know, a lot of times if you've got two buddies that that, uh, one wants to sell, one wants to buy, it is so much better to employ an attorney than a broker oh, good point. Good point. keep that yeah. paperwork.
4: But uh, I can see it just going south, even if you don't have that situation. But, you know, just, you know, okay, I'm going to hire my brother, and he's going to help me sell my house, and something goes wrong. And then yeah. it just gets – I it ruins I, family relationships. To me, I'd rather use somebody like you, Jay, that, that is outside that's the what family. Because yes. that's what you do, and you yes. know that area. I look for realtors in the area that I want to buy.
3: That's right. Or sell. Or so. Right. Yeah. Well said. Yeah.
5: I, I think you've got a good point there. However, if the experience is there and the trust yeah. level is there, uh, everyone's treated equally. But Yeah, uh, I just I, – I think that – I I know where
3: you're going with and, that, but I, my, my experience with family situations in the uh, past, Jay, has always been if some little thing comes up yeah. – yeah. And somebody in the family doesn't like the way Dennis, who happens to be the real estate agent that's the brother-in-law of somebody in the family, well, now, now Dennis is ostracized from that point forward with half the family members. And to me, it just isn't worth going down that path. Right. That's, I agree. Oftentimes
5: that is so true. So, so uh, I, to
3: me, it's just better go call Jay. You can literally call Jay, you know, burger, real estate, go that route, do it that way and avoid all the hassle. But That's I can my
4: see, point. you know, Jay has a brother. If he went with him, I would, that'd be different. Uh, no. I've
5: got two brothers. No. Uh, <laughs> both have been in the business for over 20 years. And Ray's actually going to be getting back into the business here soon after gotcha. uh, living in Thailand for about 10, 12 years. Oh, wow. Nice. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, so so really Jay,
3: how do folks get, if, if they're interested in doing something buying or selling, who do they call? How do they do this?
5: Uh, They can reach uh, myself at 303-829-8495, my my wife, Bonnie, at 720-660-6332, or our home office, which is 303-694-6107. For all of you that can't
3: memorize those numbers, if you just go to fixitradio.com, click the link. It takes you all to Jay's stuff right there. It's really easy. That's the easiest way to
5: do it. Yeah. Uh, can I share a tidbit with you these days? Yes, yes, please. Okay. Um, years ago, I was uh, I was attending a CRS class, a certified residential specialist uh-huh. class, and the instructor came in from Arizona, and his icebreaker was he asked a question of how many of you guys in the audience have a mortgage? And oh, I, 98% of us stood sure. up. He said, We always oh, got a mortgage. And he said, you know what? You're all incorrect. I am from Arizona, and Arizona allows mortgages. Colorado does not. He went on to explain that Colorado is a deed of trust state and not a mortgage state. So that terminology is used mm. quite lackadaisically. Yeah. It's not right.
3: It's universal. Colorado yeah.
5: exists. Nine states in the country allow a mortgage or a deed of trust, 26 states allow a deed of trust only, and then 15 states in the country only do mortgages. The difference is a mortgage is a two-party security instrument between a bank and a borrower. Okay. A deed of trust is a three-party instrument, security instrument after someone has signed off on a promissory note. The security instrument which is typically 15 25 pages long tells you what happens if you don't make the payments mm-hmm. it allows for a third party entity which is uh typically here the public trustee of every county that you live in to protect the consumer from premature foreclosure gotcha gotcha so, we are a deed of trust state and it, i get a kick out of uh Home loan lenders that that use the terminology of mortgage, and sometimes that tips me off to tell me that they may not they may not specialize in Colorado loans, but they may do national business. Uh,
3: sure, yeah, it makes them. sense. Yeah, uh, makes sense.
5: I've got a borrower that was shopping around for a loan, and he happened to call a big, very large national name brand company, and I said, just ask them if they're doing mortgages or they're doing deeds of trust. He went through six loan officers, and he, every one of them did not know what the security instrument was that was being used in Colorado.
3: Gotcha, nah, so that's a good it. sign.
5: And hmm. so, anyway, yep. that's my story. Yep. For different no, that's a great story. Need of trust. Yeah, no, appreciate that. A little trivial information for. Appreciate Colorado.
3: it. No, that's great. Uh, Jay, appreciate it very much. Again, folks, for Jay's all of his information. If you want to use him as a, as a, your, s- buyer seller doesn't make any difference he'll do either side of that just go to fixitradio.com and find him there jay as always we appreciate it sir have a great
5: uh, great day good week we'll do it have thanks sir
3: there. you bet take care we really appreciate it all right folks let's take a quick time out we'll come right back and again we're live at the Novus auto glass location in colorado springs 3475 pine tree square we'll be right back though fix it radio right here on klz 560
2: paul Luenberger with american national insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other Every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. Just one example of how Paul Luenberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. You need Paul Lewinberger with American National, the no-surprises insurance agent. Call 303 662 That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect.
6: Take AIM. Affordable Interest Mortgage has been offering the asset manager all-in-one loan for over 11 years. We are experienced in helping homeowners pay thousands less in interest on their mortgage, own their home faster, all without spending one dime more. 720-895-0500. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, where we have hundreds of clients that have been using this loan to build their equity faster, access emergency funds when necessary, and pay off their home in 8 to 13 years versus 25 to 30. People initially believe this loan is too good to be true, but it is true. Call 720-895-0500 now to see if you qualify. Loans from $100,000 to $2.5 million, same rate. Ask our previous clients. They will tell you it works. Call 720-895-0500 and work with the experts. This loan has been around since 1965. Affordable interest mortgage, where it's all about you. 720-895-0500. Regulated by DOOR, NMLS 298191, Equal Credit Lender.
0: John Rush believes there's no such thing as normal. You always need to stay focused on the future, and this current environment is no different. The only difference now is that you have a rare opportunity to beat your competition as they stay stuck in survival mode. Not one of John's small business clients shut down during the quarantine. And believe it or not, none of them has seen a drop in overall revenue compared to last year. Hire John, and stay focused on the future. RushToReason.com.
3: All right, Fix-It Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. Myself, Dennis Brewster, and we are live at Novus Auto Glass in Colorado Springs, which somebody just showed up, and I think Bill's outside doing something with the windshield as we speak. So That's That's, cool. that's why we're here. Granted, this is Fix-It Radio, but we'll be on Drive Radio here in, in about oh I don't know 40 minutes or so we'll be here till one o'clock on air live. The event itself goes till two. There's door prizes, giveaways. We'll have some folks from Novus Auto Glass on during Drive Radio as well. But most of all, come by say hi. That's why we're here. Yeah. And especially
4: uh, Colorado lis- uh, Springs listeners, yeah, and get a fat you guys, bill. yeah, yeah, you can get a fat bill before.
3: Yeah, yeah. come get a fat
4: uh, pill. I was going to say before Dan gets it, but I don't want to <laughs> tease him too much because he's not fat. He just funny. likes
3: those sweets. Exactly. So, yeah. anyways, come by. Say yeah. hi. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Lines are open, by the way. Any questions you've got for us, 303-477-5600, 303-477-5600. And we appreciate uh, Jay Berger from Burger Real Estate calling in a moment ago. That was interesting. As well. Yeah, it was. I In fact, I, had no I, idea. I, no, I learned some things. Yeah. So, All right, let's talk. We were going to last week. We just didn't get a chance to get to it. And we tend to forget because a lot of us live inside of the city, although even some of you inside the city may have a well or you may have a septic system even living inside the city because the way things have grown, there's even still parts of even the metro area where you may be in an area and outcropping even where yeah. you're not on city water, you right. are on a well, you do have a septic system, you didn't tap into sewer, right. and we're going to talk a little bit about that Yeah. because that's, that's a more prevalent. And, and, by the way, we have a lot of listeners outside of the metro area. We cover... You know, our signal for all of you listening may not know this. We go all the way down to Raton Pass, all the way east out towards Kansas, all the way north up into Nebraska, Wyoming, Montana. and then down. And we've got listeners all around. Yeah. So, yeah, we, they, we have even them if, everywhere.
4: Even if you're listening, you can go to your computer and hook it up and, and listen live That's there. That's exactly too. right. Yeah.
3: So, anyways, given that, we have folks all around, our even our listening audience, that in a lot of cases probably have a well or a septic system. So let's start with... The fresh side versus the, let's go the intake instead of the outtake, shall we? So let's talk about the well side, which now there are certain things, and Dennis is actually as familiar with this probably as anybody I know because you just did this. So talk about wells for a moment.
4: Yeah, wells basically, um, everybody thinks, well, my well is so deep. It isn't really, what happens is they'll drill this well for you. You know, like 400 feet. Right. But they don't put the pump down in No, there. not all the way that deep. No. What that, they do is they find out where the water level is. Where the they, table is, right? Right. And then they try to put the pump down about 100 feet to 80 feet. Into In the table, area, right? Into the table, yes. Okay. And they want to keep it off the floor because otherwise you're going to pick up certain... You get silt debris.
3: and junk and yeah, so on like off the bottom, right? Right.
4: And you should still have a filter on it. You know, you should still oh, go yes. inside the house. Going into the house, you're going to have to have a, a filter on it. The other thing is what I suggest, too, is a lot of people like where we live, you put something over that pump, over the with, with the wellhead. Because you don't want people hitting that. There's been some people that have actually ran over it with tractors. Oh, yeah. And, and
3: and by the way, and that's that's a great point, because there are different types of well pumps and systems in the way they're installed. Some okay. have a well head that sticks up above the ground. Right. Some so, are all below the ground. Yeah, they, they, they their, dig a they, hole and they, they put them right, down and inside. It's all down inside. Yeah. So it really depends on how your well was done, and I don't know that I'm going to tell you that there's – a, a good or bad way of doing that. No. It's just it's just different, different. ways of doing it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And and I think some of that maybe has to do with the original well company that put it in or the type of well that you have. Keep in mind, all across our listening audience, uh, in fact, in a lot of cases, they'll do some soil testing to determine how they even need to build the well according right. to where you live and what's down below you, correct?
4: I, yes, and how deep it is because they need to hit that water table, you know, and, and it depends where they want to dig. You know, you want to be careful where you dig too, because um, I didn't want to. Ours is above our house, and but I, I've got a, you know, uh, a valley there so the water can run down if gotcha. the, something goes wrong with the well because that can happen too. my brother-in-law, that happened to his, and the water ran and ran and ran and took out part of his foundation gotcha. because all the dirt got washed away. Gotcha. So you got to be careful with those.
3: Yeah, so, there, yeah. again, there's all sorts of things to look at. We did talk last week a little bit about uh, Joe had called in. We talked about expansion tanks and yeah. some of the things that happen when it comes to how the well works and so on. But, uh, okay, rule of thumb, how often should they be inspecting and having somebody out to check all of the well, pressure side not inside the house but from the outside the hole itself into the house how often should that be checked and is there any maintenance to do
4: there's not really maintenance to do on those Uh, usually what happens is you, you you want to watch your water pressure and your tank you know you can look at your pressure tank and look and there's a gauge on there and you can tell if it's working and how it's working and and you're listening to your pump run every once in a while but when you start running more and more then you got a site. there's something coming up. Um, but, you know, and the, the one thing I wanted to mention, too, is sometimes they'll replace the pump okay. if it goes bad, and they last anywhere – they said the national average is 10 years.
3: 10 years, okay. Yeah,
4: but there's things you could do to expand that, because ours have gone 15 to 17 years.
3: Okay. Um, and what do you do to help make that longevity higher?
4: Well, what, you make sure your pressure tank works right, because okay. that's just the bellows. We could talk about that a little talk, bit.
3: We talked a little bit about it last week. We can do it again, though.
4: Yeah. And then, um, you, you know, you don't want to, like what we do is when when we do we do a lo- load wash, maybe one hour, we'll do the wash and stuff, we'll do that one day. But we're not running our front sprinkler system or our back sprinkler system or other line, you know, doing gotcha. our dishwasher and our wash machine. Well, and, and depending and upon where else.
3: you're at, and I know this is in Colorado, I don't know about Wyoming, Nebraska, and Kansas, but I know in Colorado when you get your well permit – and anymore it's i can just tell you this right now if you build a new house and it's on a well good luck on irrigation because right. anymore the only only well permit you're going to get is for what they call inside house you know residential yeah. use only yeah, in they've other changed words that yeah yeah you, you, the chance of you actually getting a well to do irrigation anymore is is probably slimmed in. I mean, there's some guidelines. I can't say that you can't get one, but there's some criteria that you would have to meet yes. to be able to, to, you know, to be able to use it that way. And in most cases, if you're just building a house, nothing else on it. You're going to have indoor use only, and maybe can water a few shrubs and some things like that. Yeah. But that's going to—you're not going to have a bluegrass lawn. Let's put right. it that way.
4: And and we we try not to out there. We we try to manage our water, like yeah, because we, that's
3: water you're using for that, right? Right. Yeah. Because it's you, taking away from what you have to use inside.
4: But it puts a lot of load on the pressure of the tank and and the and the pump when you're sitting there running all this running stuff. a sprinkler system and a wash machine and a dishwasher. Yeah, Because
3: if you know thinking about it this way, depending upon the size of your Pump. Your yard, you know, yeah. I know for, I know for, you know, depending upon how big it is. In some cases, just because we do this as a, as a business and, and the commercial end of things, but the, depending upon the size of your yard and how many zones you have and so on, you literally in the, in the heat of the summer, you could darn near be running your pump 12 out of the 24 hours a day. And that's you don't a want, lot.
4: To, you don't want to do that. That's a lot. That, that's what.
3: That's what's going kind to of wear one out, and, yeah. right?
4: Yeah, and it's also a heavy load on the septic system too. You know, like if you're running a bunch of things like a washing machine, the and then the dishwasher and and inside, and so on, inside you. If someone's taking a shower, we always we always uh, try not to run anything huge all the time. Gotcha. And and that's had our that's why our pumps our pumps last long. Um, the other thing too is they can replace the pump. They come in and they can go down and they can they'll you know it's a series of uh, pipes. pipes, right? And wire attached to those pipes, and they go way down in the ground, like ours was 380 feet. I was going to say three
3: or 400 feet sometimes. Yeah,
4: and then they pull those all up, and then they're cutting them and taking it up, and then they put the pump in, and then they put it back down. But they can check your pump right there at the wellhead. They can take the cover off. They can pull it up a little bit, and they can um, put a contraption on there to put a gauge on there, and then they can t- actually tell okay. you what your pump's doing, okay. how it's running, and if it's weak or not. Okay. Um, but they can replace the pump itself. But sometimes, after a while, they might have to replace. You know, your Even well might go dry. Yeah. You yeah. might have to drill
3: another line. They may have to drill one close by. They may have to recase it. There's they, all sorts of things. And they that have, have, to have to be to like
4: I think it's 15 feet away from that gotcha. one. Gotcha. Before they can drill it again. Okay. All so. right, let's let's
3: we'll take a call from Joe here in just one second. Before we do that, though, let's take a quick timeout. We'll come right back and get Joe's thoughts. Don't go anywhere. This is Fix It Radio, KLZ 560.
6: Rates are like a roller coaster lately. Are you concerned about the future and how to protect your home? Do you want to become mortgage safe? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With home values still at their highest level ever and rates at historic lows, now may be the best time to be prepared if the economy changes. Last time, many of our friends lost their home when it was unnecessary. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Many of our clients have the ability to tap their equity should the economy change, all without having to borrow the money now. We can show you how to access your equity in these uncertain times to give you peace of mind and allow you to focus on what's important, your family. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage at 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. We are locally owned and operated since 2001. Our reputation of putting you first with straight answers and listening are unmatched in Colorado. Let us help you protect your home. Take AIM, 720 500 where it's all about you.
3: Have you recently thought, what is my home worth? Should I sell it and move to a new location? Make an upgrade or downgrade. Call Jay and Bonnie Burger at Burger & Company Real Estate. They can help you make an evaluation of your current home and help you find the home of your dreams. Here's just one example of what they can do for you.
7: If you're looking for a thoughtful, detailed broker who will have your best interest every step of the way, I highly recommend Jay and Bonnie Berger. They have gone above and beyond from the first time we met with them through the closing process and actually after the closing as well. We interviewed four realtors, all who were experienced and knowledgeable in the Parker and Greater Denver area. Jay and Bonnie brought a fresh perspective and more detailed approach than any of the other three realtors. Their attention to detail was impeccable from what they thought we could list our house for to touching at paint on the walls to suggestions that help with inspection to line by line items on the settlement jay's nickname should be mr detail i'm sure there are other great brokers out there but i would easily say that burger and company real estate is one of the best in the greater denver area on top of everything jay and bonnie went above and beyond to ensure it was a smooth process as we had a short window of opportunity to sell our home and relocate before three girls started school in idaho My husband and I were able to focus on getting ready for the move while they focused on the details of the sale of our home, and they kept us informed every step of the way. I can't say enough how thankful we are that we chose the burgers to represent us and sell our home. I highly recommend Jay and Bonnie, and we would absolutely work with them again in the future.
3: So if you're thinking of buying or selling, call Mr. and Mrs. Detail Burger and Company Real Estate. Find them at burgerrealestate.net, that's spelled B-U-E-R-G-E-R, or find them on fixitradio.com.
8: Get your unique vehicle insured for what you know it's worth. Paul Leuenberger with American National Insurance gives you the coverage you expect, which means you have the money to replace your vehicle when something goes wrong. Here's a real story from a customer of Paul. A brand new custom vehicle in transport was not strapped on correctly. It fell off the transport vehicle and onto the highway through no fault of the owner. Because he had insured his vehicle with Paul Leuenberger, he filed a claim and replaced the vehicle, no questions asked. In fact, American National Insurance went to bat for him against the transport company to make sure he got the coverage he expected. With any other insurance, that story might have ended very differently. Make sure your unique vehicle is insured correctly so you get the coverage you expect. Call the personal insurance agent of John Rush, Paul Lewinberger, with American National Insurance at 303 662 0789.
3: All right, Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Dennis, we are live. At the Novus Autoglass location down in Colorado Springs. Stop by, say hi. Just had a great conversation with a listener that came by, and we appreciate that very much. We're at 3475 Pine Tree Square in Colorado Springs. So stop by, say hi, and grab a fat pill while you're here.
9: Joe, you're up. What's going on, sir? John, in the morning, a couple, of, a couple of observations and experience on wells. Um, one, if your well pump is running and you get one of these brownouts where the lights are flickering, you know, because a branch is hitting a tree, right. a chance you're going to blow the fuse? And they're special slow-blow fuses. So my suggestion is, anybody has a well, if you don't have a couple of those special slow-blow fuses, go out to Home Depot and get them, because if they blow, it's not something you're necessarily going to find at Ace hardware store. Good point. Um, yeah. Second, if you do have a a sprinkler system, if you have a grandfathered well and you're running sprinklers like I do, what I found, now I've got two uh, 50-gallon expansion tanks uh, because I've got horse troughs and whatnot, but what I found, you know, on my differential pressure switch is it it, it pumps up to 60, shuts off, and then it doesn't kick back on until the pressure in the tanks goes down to 45, but what I found is if I left my lawn sprinkler zones on for, say, a 30-minute cycle... I would get down below the 45, and it, you know, you'd look out there at five o'clock in the morning, and you're barely getting a dribble Mm. out of the sprinkler heads because you're you're you only've got like 25 pounds pressure because you're going directly from the well directly to the sprinklers, and there's not a lot of pressure going on there. So what I found is that if I shorten the cycles to 15 minutes, um, put a 20-minute rest period in there, Mm -hmm. and then uh, let it recover, let it recover. So let's say I've got four zones, you know, A, B, C, D. I would do zone A for uh, for 15 minutes, 20 minute rest, zone B 15 minutes, etc. And then I would repeat. So I still got the 30 minutes, but it was two 15 minute cycles. And I maintained the pressure and maintained the distance on those sprinkler heads because if you try to do 30 minutes per zone uh, and you don't have huge expansion tanks, you're going to wind up uh, getting down to almost no pressure in the system, and you're, you're just going to be puddling water around the sprinkler heads.
4: Yeah, it's true.
3: Yeah, no, that's 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 a good way to do it. And yeah. and again, as as we said earlier too, this is a plot. At your point too, Joe. This applies to folks that have had a well long enough that they've been able to be grandfathered in because your chances of drilling a new well, unless you've got livestock and some other unique situations, the the chance of just a regular homeowner buying up acre or two and then you know, planting a well down there and then doing any kind of watering outside of the house is almost slim to none.
9: Right. And as an engineer, I, I can tell you that um, letting that pump uh, rest and recover is going to lengthen the life length of that pump. I mean, if you're just yes. going to zone A and then directly yeah. to zone B, directly to zone C, you're going to be running that well pump continuously for several hours. Not good for the pump motor. So right. uh, shorten your cycles, let that pump motor recover and rest Um, you know, so again, build some, build some breather time in there between your. your Great idea. Yeah.
4: Yeah, It's also good for your water down below because sometimes you can, your, you know, it drops your water level down a little bit, you know, and it needs to recover there too. It does. Yeah. You
9: can, you can actually suck down depending on what your refill rate is. People don't understand that, uh, as you pump out of that, out of your well bore, you're, you're actually dropping the water level down, and it has to replenish. Just like when you're at the beach and you dig a hole in the sand near the, near the water, that hole will fill up with water from the sides. Well, that's exactly how a well bore works. Correct. And if you run that pump continuous, you can actually suck it down um, to where you're sucking air, and that will overheat the pump and, because the pump is cooled by the water. So if mm-hmm. you suck water level down below the level of the pump, you can actually overheat and burn your pump out.
4: Right, you're sucking air, and you could be sucking soil. Uh, that's why they like them down in. You know, they say they like it down into the water level about hundred feet, eighty to hundred feet. But, and, but even then,
9: if you've got a six-inch wide hundred feet, you're not it'll a lot still of water suck it out in a six-inch yeah. in a six-inch in six wide hundred feet. You can suck it down. I know, I've done it. Yes, my yeah. well board dry. Yeah, uh, now it eventually refills. You know, it right. permeates sure. in from the sides. But you can absolutely suck your wellboard dry if the refill rate is not what it needs to be
3: Right and, and it, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but I know around my place as the irrigation ditches start running and there's more groundwater you know more more, more higher water table, I guess I should say that's not as big of a factor as right. you get farther along into the year and that irrigation ditch shuts off and there's less water table, then you you notice oh. a, bigger dif- right. a bigger difference there's a bigger difference there's as I'm
9: trying to say right right. And again, for people who didn't listen last week, your expansion tanks have an inflatable bladder that will over time lose air pressure. You need to put a uh, you need to run them down empty, put a tire gauge on them. and if they're not thirty five pounds, you need to pump them up uh, to thirty five pounds with with your expansion tank empty. And the way you do that is you close the inlet from your well to the expansion tank off, you know, you know let the hose run until, water stops coming out, and then put a pressure gauge, tire mm-hmm. gauge, on that top of that tank. And if you don't have right. 35 pounds, inflate it to 35 pounds.
4: Right. And, and those have to be – people don't realize those pressure tanks have to be replaced after a while. Yeah, they go bad. Yeah, The bladder goes bad inside there. Sure. It gets a leak. Sure.
3: And, yeah. Uh, so, so real quick question for both of you guys. What do you do, and for everybody else that's out there listening, maybe they've already got answers to this or maybe they don't, maybe they've never done anything. What do you guys do when it comes to water quality testing? Do you, how do you handle that for the drinking side?
4: Yeah, well, you could put filters on, on the main line coming in. Um, I've also had our water tested. We do it about once a year. Okay. Just to make sure we're doing who it okay. who tests that but, for you? Um, we send it out. Pam, okay, she worked with the soil conservation district, so okay. she she knows who we send it to. Gotcha. We send it to CSU, I believe it okay. is. And they test the water and stuff. And we also use, we still use filters. You know, we have the, right. the, you know, the pitcher, you put the water in. I mean, we just try to be as safe as possible, but we know our water's good. What so. do you do, Joe? You know, I, I've
9: had it tested about once every five years. My well's down 700 feet. Um, you know, it's, it's got a little hardness to it. Um, and when I run it heavy in the summer for sprinklers, I can get a little sand in that whole house sand filter. Uh, but it's always come back, you know, zero bacteria, zero toxin. So nice. Uh, um, so I'm not, you know, I don't have any lead or uh, arsenic or anything else, and and zero bacteria. It's just it's just sterile coming out of there. So. It's still yeah.
3: something though that I and I think Joe, you know, Dennis, you're a year, Dennis or uh, Joe, your every five years. I I think somewhere in that you know range, I don't think I'd go any longer than five, but I don't think it's a bad idea to check that periodically.
4: Yeah. Well, we live where, where, you know, we're on four acre lots, and, and I don't know what the guy's doing next door. Gotcha. You know, I don't know if he's working on a car and he's dumping stuff down. I don't know what they're doing.
3: Right. You know, and. So you check him more often. I do. Joe, you're out where there's not as many people around you, so you're a little yeah, different. Yeah,
9: I'm, I'm 35 yeah. acres. My nearest neighbor is, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. a
4: quarter mile away. Right. See, and I would do that every five years if I lived on yeah. 35 acres. Yeah, you've got,
3: you have less risk of something happening where you are. But yeah. for those of you that live on acre lots, I, I would be, I'm, I, like Dennis, I would be checking that every year if it were me.
4: It's not that expensive. And particularly
9: no. if you, it's a shallower well. Again, I'm down 785. Sure. So if you're on a one-acre lot and a relatively shallow well, you would be checking it a lot more frequently.
4: Yeah, not okay. that 400 feet. All right,
3: so we so. went to the intake side, Yeah. the freshwater side. Right. Now the septic side, because right. if you got a well, you've probably got septic.
4: Right. Uh, well, real quick on the pressure tanks. Yes. You know, for the guy that was um we just had our well replaced and and you know, I know my pressure tank needs to be replaced. I've ordered one and I'm waiting for it to come in. And he was telling me that um you want to make sure that the pressure tanks when they first started putting them in, they would just put a line down to the tank and stop and that's it. They didn't go past it. Mm. And he goes, when you go past it, it flushes it out, mm. in a sense. It'll take and clean that tank out instead of just putting the water into it, and that water just sits. Gotcha. You know, because then when it just sits, when water just sits, right. what does it do? It rusts.
3: It becomes corrosive. Yes. Yeah, yeah makes so, sense.
4: So um, that's another thing to look at. If you have a, a pressure tank and there's no line, it just goes to it, and it doesn't go past it and go back into the feed, then that's a, okay. there's a that's a problem. You want to get that fixed.
3: Makes right, sense. That change. Do you guys want to talk about septic or no?
9: Sure. No, well, let me just talk about pressure tanks one more second. You know, a lot of the builders would put in this little dinky ten-gallon uh, yes. pot, about the size of a spaghetti pot. Yeah. Um, if you're replacing it, particularly if you're if you're running lawn sprinklers, I would put in a much bigger uh, pressure right. tank.
3: Yeah, uh, because
9: yes. like if if you're doing sprinklers or using e- even a even a, a hose or something to water your plants, if you have that little ten-gallon tank, you're going to be bouncing that pump on, on off, on off, on off all the time. Every time you flush a toilet you're going to be, you know, kicking right. your well pump on. And, John, as you know, electric motors, every time you start them, you shorten the life a little bit. Right. So even if I wasn't, didn't have a sprinkler system, I don't think I'd do anything less than a 30-gallon
4: expansion. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, that's a good point. That's okay. a good point. You could go oversized, too. You don't want to go too high. But you want to definitely go higher than what, yeah, those, you know, this, yeah. yes.
9: Those are little spaghetti pot sized ones, if you have yeah. one of those, I'd say replace it or least yeah. when, when you're thinking. Now, Dennis, I don't know how big the one you're is, but if you have one on order and you didn't upsize, and if your old one wasn't fairly good size and you didn't upsize, I think you might want to change your
4: mind. No, I did upsize, yeah. Okay. Even when I got in the house, I immediately changed the one that I had because I thought it was way too small. It was a small one. Yeah. But now I'm going up another 30, so... Yeah, because we we did is you know, as we lived in the house, we start adding on and that's sure. what people need to consider. Sure, that's true you know, too. We, we you know, my wife has gardening that she's doing, well the garden got twice the size, <laughs> you know, and and then the lawn all of a sudden, no, I need more I need another line up to here, I need one over here for my flower bed, I need this one. Right. So eventually right. what you have to do is you have to add on. Yeah. You have to right. make it bigger. So I did Ledge upside.
9: Right. Let's talk septics, by the way. Okay, hang tight. Pan- let's,
3: let's take a, let, Let's switch gears. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk septic. That's a big deal as well, folks. Yes. So hang tight. We'll come right back. This is Fix-It Radio. we got lines open as well, 303-477-5600. We'll be right back. This is KLZ 560.
6: Take aim. Affordable Interest Mortgage has been offering the asset manager all-in-one loan for over 11 years. We are experienced in helping homeowners pay thousands less in interest on their mortgage, own their home faster, all without spending one dime more. 720 500 Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, where we have hundreds of clients that have been using this loans to build their equity faster, access emergency funds when necessary, and pay off their home in 8 to 13 years versus 25 to 30. People initially believe this loan is too good to be true, but it is true. Call 720 500 now to see if you qualify. Loans from 100000 to $2.5 same rate. Ask our previous clients. They will tell you it works. Call 720-895-0500 and work with the experts. This loan has been around since 1965. Affordable interest mortgage, where it's all about you. 720-895-0500. Regulated by and MLS 298191, Equal Credit Lender.
2: Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other. Every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. Just one example of how Paul Leuenberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. You need Paul Lewinberger with American National, the no surprises insurance agent. Call 303-6620789-0. That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect.
0: Now is the time to zero in on your target audience. So many businesses spread themselves too thin by trying to reach an enormous pool of customers. John Rush can help you define your niche, trimming the fat so you can maximize your profits, not just surviving the shutdowns, but actually beating out your competition with smarter business strategies. You've done a good job staying afloat. Now it's time to hone in on your most profitable customers. Reach John now at RushToReason.com.
3: All right, Fix-It Radio, KLZ 560, live at Novus Auto Glass in Colorado Springs, 3475 Pine Tree Square. Come by, say hi. We appreciate Bill and Robin having us out. And actually, uh, we'll, ha- we'll we'll talk more about Novus as soon as we get into the drive radio hours. But uh, we appreciate you coming by and saying hi. We really do. Yeah. And, uh, Joe,
9: you're up. Let's talk septic, shall we? Sure. And uh, Let's get by down the way. and dirty. <laughs> By the way, actually, when I was a teenager up at my grandparents' uh, ranch in Upstate New York, I actually helped put a septic system in. So I've laid pipe, I've you know, I've, I've done the okay. leach field stuff. Uh, and I just because I'm selling my house, there's a regulation now in you know, Douglas yeah. County, Colorado. Yes, in Colorado, have Colorado have you, have have you have to have it checked, right? And I actually have two. I have I've got a actually I,
3: I, I didn't say that correctly. Let, let me make sure I say that right. You have to have it certified, correct? Right,
9: pumped and, and, inspected, and, and,
3: bu- and yeah, pumped, inspected, certified. Now, for all of you listening. That does vary between the county that you're in. Some counties are really strict on that. Some counties are not. It really depends on where you live, the county that you're in, and how strict they're following those guidelines. But that's something you need to check. In fact, as you're starting to list the house, that would be one of those things I would look at right off the bat. Am I going to have to do that?
9: Right. Right. I've got two systems, and um, one because uh, down in my barn, I've got right. some uh, toilets and sinks and whatnot, so I had, had a septic system for my barn. I had one for the house. Right. Um, they had to do a whole bunch of upgrades, including, by the way, my uh, septic system lids were not exposed. They were under about two feet of dirt. Correct. Um, and now the new thing is you have to have exposed covers, so they had to come in and put risers in, you know, a risers like a little collar that extends the access yes. to the surface. Yes.
4: Real quick, yep. are you in Douglas County? Douglas County. Yeah, okay. And, yeah, and again,
9: that's, and by the way,
3: that's a county. Again, that's a county thing because yeah. I just, you know, bought a home up in up in the Grand Lake area with septic, and no, that, that does not have, again, every county is different, yeah. so no, it's I'm, not the I'm case in, up there. I'm
4: in Elbert County, and they don't have that.
3: Right, so it depends, and yeah. like, like Boulder is, you know, because I sold a house up in Boulder County not long ago, and yeah, they're very strict like Joe, so it depends yeah. on where you're at. Yeah. Okay, yep, go ahead,
9: Joe. Between the upgrades uh, and uh, one of my tanks was an engineered tank that had controls and it cost me $3600 to have my tanks pumped, inspected Unreal. and upgraded. 3600 wow. bucks. Wow. Uh, yeah, and that, yeah, and that's
3: and that's something that you want to know going into the sale of the house. So, Joe, that's a great that's great advice. That needs to be looked cuz cuz a lot of times There's folks out there that don't know anything about that. The realtor hasn't thought through it, and and by the time it's ready to, you know, you're a week or so away from closing, people are like, where's this document? Well, what what, what are you talking about? What document? Well, the document that certifies your septic system. Uh, You could delay closing, folks, if you don't have all this stuff dialed in.
4: And I would be asking also for the well information, how deep is the well and when was it done and when was the last pump you put in. Yeah,
9: Yeah, I had, uh, of course, uh, in my case, the bank that's given this guy the mortgage required a well inspection. So uh, that was a bank requirement, so we had our well tested uh, by a well inspector. Which, by the Uh, way, for
3: everybody listening, just a side note, too, that is one thing. In fact, both of them are are public information, but the well... The well that's uh, in at least in the state of Colorado. If you want to know all about the well that's on a property, as long as it's within probably the last 30, 40 years, believe it or not, that's all. On, yeah, it's all online. You can yep. find all of that once you get to the address and do the right searching and so on. You can actually find that. And by the way, the septic systems are the same deal, other than septic systems over time can change and they don't necessarily go back in and update if you actually make a change to that.
9: And right. that's one thing that happened to me that. Uh, my tank, when I put in, was code, but in the past, I've been here 25 years. In the past, they've upgraded the code, yep. Yep. so uh, they had to do a lot of up- including those risers you know, for to expose the lids. That was part of the code upgrade, and then the uh, engineered tank um, that had alarms and everything else on it, they had to upgrade the controls and the alarms on that. So, uh, yeah, there's even though it was legal and co- to code when you put it in 20 years ago, it's it may not be Good legal point. in code in Well code said.
3: Now. Yep, great point.
9: So yeah, that's and, why And and again
3: and, and folks just for everybody listening this is one of those things where if you're thinking about buying or selling but especially I think Joe on the selling side but even if you're the buyer if you're not getting that information from the seller and you know you're moving into a house that's got well and or septic or city water and septic, I mean, whatever the situation is, those are things you need to be well aware of because, uh, Joe, I've I've known realtors that, depending upon how familiar they are, aren't with an area. That's what we were talking about earlier even with Jay. That's why you need a realtor that's familiar with an area. But you'd be surprised how many don't understand some of the things that we're talking about and don't know those requirements.
4: Well, you know, and people don't understand how wells work either because out in our subdivision, we had – you Know next door, a lady gets on there and says, Hey, I want to know, does anybody else have a problem with their water because we're not getting any water? And people go, Well, our water's fine. And the lady goes, Well, what, why is that? You know, mine's not working. And I'm like, Did you not understand you bought a property with a well? That's right, so it's not <laughs> you know? on a neighborhood. deal. no, <laughs> it's, it's not. yours, yeah, yes, it's yeah. yours individually, and, and septic and, and you, is individual, yeah. And you should do is be looking to see how much does it cost to. You should be asking these questions, you know, how much does it cost to replace my well? How much does it re- cost to clean my septic tank? How often should I clean my septic tank? How much, two, I uh,
3: think every two years is my it thought. Out. Yeah, they, yeah, I, I don't know what you guys do, but every well, two years on septic. Yeah, yeah
9: I've been well, doing uh,
4: mine about every five. But
9: Yeah, yeah, and I'm, and, um, I'm going to go with Dennis on this because it depends on how many people live in the house. Now, That's you true, got, too. Yeah. If you've got three, four kids, I think every two years, in my case – it's just my wife and I. Yeah, we get yep. company in the summer, but uh, you know we went four years, and the guy said you could have gone another two or three easy the last time we had it pumped out, um, yeah. because it's just my just my wife and I. Uh, right, right. So yeah, but if we had three kids living in the house, you know, I think yep. I'd probably be going two years.
4: And uh, that, that's and, what we did it for too. But,
3: but that's yeah. another one of those two guys yeah. where a couple of things real quick I want to mention. Jeff, I'll get to you in one second. Hang tight, but. Well, One thing I was going to mention, too, is a lot of that depends on, and we'll talk about this now and or in future shows, depends on what you're putting down your septic. In other words, if you keep track of your septic really well and let it do what it's supposed to do, which is generate bacteria, do its own cleaning, yeah, you could go a little longer. The problem, Joe, if I make a blanket statement, there's a lot of folks out there that don't understand what I just said. And even if it's just them and their wife living in it, and they yeah. may very well still need to go two years if they're putting things down it that shouldn't be there.
4: Yeah, you right. know, there's and certain soaps and, and there's certain, That's right. There's, there's certain, certain things soaps, you should not be putting down. And there's, it. Yeah, there's a lot of things you that's
9: should right. be putting down. It. That's right. Yeah. Right, and you should be putting Ridex. We fl- we flush yes. a box of Ridex every yep. w-
3: once a month, so yeah, it right. gets the enzymes up is what yes. that does. Get yes, gets the enzymes up. That's right. That that's right. Well said, Joe. I'm going to let you run. I appreciate the comments very much. Yes. we'll awesome. go to Jeff in Western Montana. Jeff, you're up next. What's going on, Jeff?
1: Hey, good morning, guys. How we doing? Good morning. Uh, looks like we have lots of last day of good weather we're going to have for a while. Okay. So, i going to enjoy it. But, yeah, uh,
3: enjoy Yeah, when, do so.
1: When I lived in Colorado, um, one of the things I became familiar with was mountain wells. I don't know if you've talked about those or not, but...
3: We have not yet, if you, no.
1: If you drill in the mountains, you're going to drill much, much further down to get water, and you're... I knew one guy who was really grateful to get a gallon per minute. Right. And, uh... And yeah. so he had a very deep well, and he had, like, 400 gallons in his, in his uh, pipe. But once that got depleted, it only replenished at a gallon per minute. So, right. you know, you can do the, do the math. And, and, and by and the way,
3: Jeff, what you just things. said, that's, when I talked earlier about, at least in Colorado, when I said earlier you can find out about a well, those are all done and tested when they drill the well, and there should be data. Now, that could change over time. I get that. But when that well was drilled – that is public information. You can find out how many gallons per minute that well will produce, how deep it is, where they set the pump, and so on. That's great info to have buying a house, no matter where it is.
1: Yeah. So if you want to try to you know water, even water a garden, you only have 40 right. gallon. You need to have a real plan because you're right. going to be out of toilet water for a long time, and or burn out your pump. You
3: know, so. yep well said
4: and, and you know just like what you said too you know when they go deeper you're filling up all that line before you can even get any water up you know so that's another thing too if you deplete your water you know then now you have to fill that line all the way that's back true. up to get water so that's true yeah
1: foreign gallons and if you, if you deplete that i mean simple math tells you a gallon per minute you're looking at something in the order of seven hours Right. before you actually get that thing filled up. I mean that's you know folks don't stop to think about that. Oh it'll fill up yeah well but maybe not at the speed you thought.
3: Yep. Yeah. No and everything you guys have said today so far, you know Jeff, you, Joe, uh, Dennis as well. And, and, again, there's a lot of folks listening to us that live in the city. They're thinking, what in the world are these guys talking about? Well, there's also a lot of folks listening to us that don't live in the city that do deal with this on a daily yeah. basis. And I would venture to guess in our listening audience, guys, it's probably 50-50.
4: Yeah, I was going to say 50-50. You, if yeah. you
3: look at the audience that we have, it's probably yeah. 50-50. A lot more wells out there than you yeah. think. Yep. Yeah. yeah, great well, information. One,
1: one, one, one uh, plug for the app, too. I just downloaded the KLZ app to listen to it on the, on the website. So Way
3: easier. working great. Yeah, it works very well. So thank you for that, Jeff. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. All
4: the way from Montana.
3: Yep. All right. Jeff, have a great day. Enjoy your last good day. You too. All right. Appreciate it very much. And, yes, we should talk, and maybe we'll do this in the future. There's a difference even in some of what we're talking about in regards to wells and septics, even as you get up into some of the mountain communities, because things change. You do not have the same soil. We talked about that a little bit earlier when it comes to different types of wells, but even the septic systems, how they're engineered, uh, all of that can change depending upon where you are uh, in the state where your land is and so on, and it, and it changes a lot. In the mountain communities, it can change a lot from elevation to elevation even. Right. Are you down in a valley or up on the side hill? Where are you at?
4: And, you know, one other thing that you can help your pump by by not using it is, you know, there is a – a deal where you if you have acreage you can capture the water off your roof
3: you got to get a permit for that yes so
4: we have the permits
3: and, which uh, is which is a good thing to do by the way i don't know way. if
4: you had to have a permit anymore do you
3: i think now I thought, you do I thought yes the law said, well i don't know don't quote me on that i, I yeah. I don't know. I I think
4: I can find out next week for that's you. That's a
3: great. Uh, yeah. Would you please? Because yes. I I don't I I want to say you do. We. But I don't know that for. Positive. We got the
4: permits and stuff. But I thought a law passed last year that says or two you years can, ago.
3: You can capture your own. If you're on water. acreage. Okay. Yeah. I and I don't know. That's that. Yeah. We need. We do need to find, we'll that find out. We'll find that out. Because I don't you. know. In fact, yep. if we could get even somebody to come on from the state at some point and talk about some of that, would be great.
4: I'll find out something. It'd be great information. Did, did you know right now, real quick? you're not allowed to fill a like people have swimming pools in our neighborhood you're not allowed to fill those not with your the, pump. Not
3: out of the well you're
4: not you're supposed to, to haul water in yes you're right and a lot of people don't know that and they'll sit there and fill it and then they go you know it took me three weeks to fill my my water my uh, swimming, pool. Uh, swimming pool up and I'm yeah. like you shouldn't have been doing it you no. should have piped that and in for
3: the cost of the water you should just Brought it in it, and he was trucking it in. it would have been cheaper. Yeah. You probably easy. wear out
4: your pump by That's doing exactly that. That's exactly right.
3: Yeah. So, all right, folks, keep in mind we are live at Novus Auto Glass in Colorado Springs. Drive Radio coming up next. We'll be here another three plus hours. 3475 Pine Tree Square in Colorado Springs. Come by say hi. Some folks already have. We still have donuts. There's going to be some giveaways, some door prizes, different things along those lines. So stop in and say hi. Again, we'll be here till one on air. Drive Radio starts next. So don't go anywhere. Myself, Dennis, signing off. But we'll be right back. This is. Exit radio followed up by drive radio right here on KLZ 560. Uh